Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Doves and Demons. My name is Cody Banks, and I will be your host and game master for this episode 8 of our Doves and Demons campaign. Uh, very excited about this one, folks, because it marks the first new official episode of a new story arc for the Paranormal Investigation Group. That's right. Spoiler alert. If you are listening to this and you haven't listened to previous episodes, I don't know why. But the Badger case is closed for now. They still have a few loose ends to get to on that one, but we will get to that later. For now, they have been called to investigate a pair of mysterious homicides that occurred over at Lake Gonda State Park when we left off. Our quote-unquote hero, <laughs> Frag, was wandering into the wetlands just outside of Lake Gonda State Park where he stumbled upon a big blue zombie ox. Uh, so that is where we will be picking things up when the episode gets started. Just want to get you all caught up before we started the show. I will talk to you again at the end of the episode. Somebody talking to the crazy old campground host. Once he saw the bodies, that's when he called uh, Dade County Sheriffs. And that's when they called us. I feel like Hazel is coming up behind Jimmy and Frag. Not there yet, but I'm heading in that direction. So it wouldn't take you too long. I would say it pre- maybe took a Spooky and Frag. I'm going to say it took them 15 minutes to walk like from where y'all were to where they are now. Y'all are en route. You're probably no more than 10 minutes away. Meanwhile, <laughs> back in the wetlands, Frag kind of came out into a clearing and looked across the clearing and saw a big blue zombie ox. And that's pretty much where we're going to start off. You have this hulking goliath of an ox. It's got weird, rotting blue flesh. It sees you across the wetland. Far enough away that Jimmy can't see any of this. So yeah, at this point, Frag had been like sort of you know walking through very dense, long grass and cattails and, and, and wetland plants and yeah, he is out of sight from you at this point. Jimmy just yells, Marco! So, how far away is the ox from Frag? 60 feet. Oh, shit. Pretty close. Pretty fucking close. Okay. Does Frag have time to use his walkie-talkie? You can certainly try. Great. <laughs> Jimmy, this is Frag. Let go of the fucking rope. There's a big blue ox up here. Run for your life. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm heading right back at you. Did you see a big blue ox? Over. (laughs) 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 Frag's not answering back. He's running as hard as he can. Okay, babe chases after you. (laughs) Yeah, I gathered that. You just hear, you hear these heavy hoof, like hoof prints splashing, kind of like bulls make like a noise, like, a move but it's like aggressive <laughs> like, and it kind of does that at you also zombified so <laughs> it's it's so, like oh. have, is that uh is it loud enough that it can be heard from a distance or do you think that frag and jimmy are probably the only one i mean we have our radios too right so we heard that yeah, yeah. so frag is running away from babe while shannon is running towards it Hazel and Jimmy, what are y'all doing? I mean, I imagine Hazel's probably just following along with Shannon. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm probably a couple steps behind Shannon, but I, I'm running in the same direction, too, and saying, 
This could be a frag delusion, but he sounds pretty serious. So wait, frag, what did you do with your end of the rope? Well, it was it was tied around me, right? I, I guess it's still tied to me. I'm running towards Jimmy at the moment. Cody, I don't tell me if I have enough slack rope, but I basically want to try to like tie a taunt rope between two trees so I can try to trip whatever is chasing frag. That sounds like a cautious action, so give me a dove's roll with two dice. Oh, five and a six. Pretty sure my number's a four. (laughs) (laughs) You try to, like, improvise some kind of rope trap, but end up getting your, like, hands tangled up in the rope somehow. (laughs) I'm, like, trying to tie a knot, but I'm trying to do it quickly. And all of a sudden I look down and somehow, like, one of my hands is in it. I'm just like, yeah, exactly. Frag is loading up his, like, mortar gun as he's running towards Jimmy. You know, one of those things that has, like, a one-shell canister. So you just have, you have a gun that you, sh- like, like, a, like a grenade launcher? Yeah, it's kind of like that, yeah. You, it's the kind of thing that Terminator... Like, like at, the end of, at the end, I was just about to say, the end of Terminator 2, yeah. Isn't that just a grenade launcher? Uh, whatever it is, uh, <laughs> I'm loading it up. Okay, so you just have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. I think first, what I want you to do, give me a demon's roll with uh, two dice. Shit, pass and a fail. With a partial success, I think the complication here that makes sense to me is you're uh, running and you're loading your grenade launcher, but as you do, the rope around your waist gets, like, snagged on, like, a like a log that was, like, under the water that you couldn't see, and you, like, very comically sort of, like, like whiplash back into the water. And at this point, uh, Babe is advancing towards you very quickly. Yeah. So what do you? What does everybody do? I think at this point, maybe we'll say that like Shannon and Hazel are like just approaching Spooky, and they found him uh, with his hand uh, tied and onto like the the stump of a tree. Frag is going to shoot it, Babe. That's going to be a demon's roll with one dice because I I don't think you're prepared and. I don't know. I can't imagine you've gotten that much practice with a grenade launcher. Oh, six. All right. You, um, so since it's a partial success, kind of shoot it. And since you're, you're still in a haze, I imagine you just dramatically kind of sit up out of the water and whip your hair out of your eyes all dramatically. And your, like, your kiss, (laughs) your kiss face paint is running. It's it's starting to run down your face and you pulled up the grenade launcher and you, uh, you pull the trigger. And you like the shell lands kind of in front of um, Babe. Definitely does some damage and like it stops in its place, lurches over and like kind of falls on its side for a second. But it's not dead and it's still very much intact too. Craig, um, if I can recommend a line for your retcon before you shoot it, where's the beef now, motherfucker? Where's your beef now, Matt? <laughs> so I can do where, how far are we away on the shore from where he is? And bang. You know, y'all don't have, like, infinite rope on you, so I think he's maybe, like, 100 feet in or so. I, you know, I'm a really good shot. Can I try to shoot at Babe's head? What I said is that y'all basically just got to Spooky right now. From where you're standing, you can't see what's going on. You could definitely just hear the grenade explosion in the yeah, distance. You hear a lot of explosion, and you just see me tied to a tree. I'm going to run towards... Okay, so you just charge into the long grass. Yeah. Hazel, what do you do? As you run by, Jimmy's like, a little help? 
Hazel will stop and help Jimmy and say, what the hell is going on? What is this about a blue ox? I don't know. As you can see, I'm tied to a tree. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to help you get untied. And then I figure I'm going to start tugging at the rope. Why don't you use that, that big knife that you're always carrying around? Yeah, I can use that big knife. Give me a dove's roll real quick just to make sure you don't slice Jimmy with your knife. Okay, how many how many dice? I'll say I'll say three dice because cutting through a rope should not be that hard. Jimmy tried to help by like wedging his wrists. Complete <laughs> success. Okay, yeah, total success. You cut him out of there and he's totally fine. Okay. Alright, so back in the long grass, Shannon, you come tearing because I imagine you know you're still like you can follow like the rope and the trail yeah. that Frag yeah. left. So it doesn't take you long. You bust in there. So you see Frag sitting like in sitting in about maybe like ankle deep water with his grenade launcher in hand. And he's still kind of looking a little disoriented from what just happened. Yeah. Because um, Babe was not like that far away when, when Frag shot him. And then you also see the zombie blue ox that looks kind of momentarily stunned. And it's kind of laying on its side for like a moment, kind of like ring. All right. So I, I <laughs> put my, the, my exploding bullet, I think I have <laughs> In there, and I shoot at its head. Give me a demon's roll with two dice. Six and a five. Cool. So you hit this zombie with an exploding bullet in its head, and it it takes off like a chunk of its face, and you might even be able to kind of see the skull too now. Like, it's real rough. It's not down for the count. Its brain is still relatively intact. And after that, it's sort of undead fury sets in and it kind of gets back on its feet and it's kind of lowering like what is like I'd say maybe you blew like one of its horns off the remaining horn it's kind of lowered now and it's like looking at you and it it starts charging both of you again I was looking for like a blunt object and I'm just gonna like smack it in the head you might be able to find some like logs in the water but I imagine they might be pretty decrepit from like being in the water for so long Frank you have Uh, any ideas there buddy buddy old pal I'm reloading my grenade launcher and shooting again. Babe is uh, right on you guys. I'm not sure if you're going to have time to reload the grenade launcher in time. Then I'm going to roll <laughs> to the right. <laughs> I'm just going right, to roll out of the way. Just going to roll around in the water and try to get out of there. Okay. That sounds fairly reckless. So give me a two dice demon roll. Two successes. Okay, so yeah, you're able to just sort of flail around out of the way of this babe as it charges by you, and now it's heading towards uh, it's heading towards Shannon. What do you do? So I'm going to grab, because there's enough on the rope where I could use it as like a whip, right? Um, I think, I mean, I think that would require you to have to cut it somewhere, because you're like more or less in the middle of the rope right now. Um, but I'd say if you want to cut the rope and try to Im- improvise some sort of whip action... I mean, that's a pretty wild move. <laughs> I think it's probably a demon's roll, because it does sound fairly reckless. Yeah, And but... it also is combat, so yeah, I think demons is definitely the right roll on that. I'm going to say it's just one dice, though. Mm, all right, man. Three, which is my number. So you can ask me a question, which I will answer honestly, and then you can change your action based on the answer to that question if you want. Yeah. Can I kill this with the rope? Can I whip it in the brain and kill it? 
<laughs> specific that specific question no you cannot <laughs> i load my gun again with i don't remember what kind of bullets i have i think i mean i think you said something about silver and holy water bullets there we so go you've, you've used an explosive one now too so that's at least three types right there great i'm gonna use one of the silver bullets and shoot it in the in the brain okay uh give me another demon's roll with you change the action and I would say that using your guns is something you're familiar with. So I'm going to say re-roll with two dice. Five and a three. Okay, so you can ask me another question if you want, or you can just re-roll that one dice. Re-roll. And a one. So a f- one success, one failure. Cool. So I think what happens here is you're able to get a shot off, and you don't quite hit it in the head. You kind of strike it in, like, the neck. And it charges at you, but since it's only got, like, half of its head left and only one of its horns, probably still pretty disoriented from getting its face blown off and getting shot with a grenade. It hits you with its head, but it hits you with the busted side of its head. And so it doesn't gore you, but it definitely knocks you aside pretty pretty rough, and then it charges by you, not quite heading towards, like, the shore where y'all came from. veers to the left and almost seems to be running kind of parallel to the shore, kind of away from you. What can we hear back on land and how close is it getting to us so you've heard like a few gunshots you probably can like hear the boar at this point and you probably hear shouting i'm assuming you can hear the heavy hoof prints and the splashing of the of babe as it so yeah you can hear like the splashing of babe's hoof prints as it's running seems to be running away from shannon and frag uh kind of into the into the weapons jimmy's like yeah that that sounds like a good thing (laughs) Like, I don't, like, do swamps. Unless we're getting a fucking airboat, then Jimmy's down. I put away my hunting knife and get out my Mauser pistol, and I start walking toward the wetland. I really don't want to wade into the swamp either, but I want to get close enough to see if I can see what's happening. You can just follow the rope that Shannon was, and still is, or not Shannon, Frag was and still is tied to, kind of into the clearing where this whole sort of combat situation just went down. Frag pops up. Shannon, you okay? And he's reloading and running towards the running towards Babe. So you're just gonna try and chase after Babe? At this point, yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna do anything about the rope around your waist? I'm hoping to uh, to cut that as I'm running. So okay, I <laughs> yeah, I was just unclear whether or not you wanted to do anything. Don't want to get hung up with that again. Keep the rope that you cut off. Okay. Frag just takes off into the wetlands, but this ox is surprisingly agile. You're not exactly able to keep pace with it. The long grass and cattails and all the wetland plant life is pretty disorienting. It's like almost like getting lost in, like a, in the corn stalks. You kind of find uh, that this ox, even though it's a huge hulking zombie ox, it seems to be somewhat elusive. Damn it. Marco! Frog to Jimmy, do you have any futuristic drone devices to launch over the, the cattails here? probably not how about how about passenger pigeons or something (laughs) we can get a trampoline I can try to double bunch double (laughs) frags out here on his own (laughs) (laughs) I can try to improvise a jetpack I I watched that movie Rocketeer or wait had that come up with it I don't know (laughs) there was plenty of sci-fi movies with Rocketeer concepts I mean, uh, didn't did Flash Gordon have a, have oh, a totally. I'm going to break just for a second. If you guys want to talk strategy, you know, feel free to discuss. So I get on my radio 
I'm asking Frag details. Frag details. What are what is going on out there? We have big zombie blue ox just ran over Shannon and me, and we've 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 heard it a little bit, but it's mostly still operative and hunting for us. How do you know it's a zombie? It said so on its ingredients tag <laughs> as it went by. Blue zombie demon ox. I I read them. How big was this ox approximately? Probably 12 to 15 feet tall and, and weighing about three, somewhere between three and 5,000 pounds. So which way did it go? Away from me, thank God. He's like, well, maybe the first step should be getting out of the swamp. Yeah. I, uh, how, how are we going to try? Uh, what are we, how are we going to, what's our plan to find the ox? I don't know. <laughs> what, did it try to eat anybody's brains? No, it tried to just run over us. It might have been trying to kill us or wound us and then come back and eat us, but now it's broken off, so to speak, which seems to be atypical zombie behavior, by the way. It left us. Why don't we both just go back to the shore and regroup with everybody else? I do think we need to regroup. Once we do, if we don't let the trail get too cold, it seems to me that we should be able to see some its path through the wetlands. I mean, it's a big creature running through the wetlands. It should have left some sort of trail. Plus, it's a campsite, so maybe they have. we can rent one of those skimmer boats. Isn't that what they're called? Yeah, that's true. I think that's what we should do. Or at least I want to go see if they have it. I think then what Frag would, want to, would do is come back to the shore and go down the shore. Ox was running parallel to the shore away from us. So I think he could be convinced to come back to the shore, but then start going on what he thinks is a parallel path for what the ox is taking. If you guys want to go back and get that skimmer boat, if you can find something. All right, so I'm back. Catch me up. I am run. I run back to the shore, and I want to go see if there's like one of those swamp skimmer boats around that I can rent or borrow from someone at the campsite. Okay. Brad, he's going to go back to the shore, too, and then start going on a parallel path that at least matches what the ox was doing when they lost sight of him. Okay. So I think for simplicity's sake, is, it, is anybody staying in the tall grass? No, we're terrified. Okay. So so I think for simplicity's sake, I'm going to say so you're all are kind of heading back in the direction you kind of came in from, head towards the shore where you started off initially. And you get there, and the sheriff is there with, like, a few of his officers is and he's like we heard gunshots like the hell's going on out here she was like uh swamp boars illegal duck hunting illegal duck hunting. <laughs> boys ever seen a, a wild boar before they're terrifying swamp boars man they're they're mean yeah sheriff and we uh we injured it but we didn't kill it so i was wondering if you uh you know i want to do the humanitarian thing do you have a skimmer boat uh i could borrow to go track it Put it out of its misery. How about a helicopter? I think this is what I'll say is happening. Frag, give me a demon's roll. And I'm going to say you get three dice, two for being prepared for it, and one extra one for um, Spooky and Shannon helping you with your lie. Social trickery in the sense that it's a lie. Oh, I, total friggin' success across the board, man. Okay, so... Wait, this is the sheriff himself? Yeah. I think I established in the previous episode yeah, that he was on yeah. he was on site. Okay. 
Are there other people around, or is it just the sheriff? He's got a couple officers with him. It's not like the whole CSI investigation team is there. It's like him and, like, a couple of guys, I'll say. But, like, the other guys, they're not in the know. I think they're aware that you're, like, fellow officers. These are probably not guys who you know personally. But so I'm just trying to fit, like, these are people we shouldn't be telling. There's a giant zombie out there. Right. Under the sort of pretext that we've established is that there may or may not be other people. Like, I don't think I've said for sure that the sheriff is the only one who knows you're aware, like, that you guys exist. Like, he can't be the only one, but I don't think these guys know who you are. Yeah, these guys don't know. It's probably not the best idea to stay outright in front of them what's going on. That's what Jimmy was trying to establish, so nobody in the group starts yelling, there's a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) So you rolled three successes on your your demons roll? Okay. Total success. They buy your swamp bore line, like hook, line, and sinker. So the sheriff says, "Yeah, we could get you. Uh, we could get you an airboat. Uh, we'll get the aquatic unit down here. They uh, they can get you. Uh, well, I think we'll even get you guys two airboats. That way, you're not all you know, sort of stuck on one craft. You can cover more ground if there's two of you. I think with a three, I would even. That's fine if they go looking on one boat, but we need our own." Right, that's what I'm saying. You guys are getting boats. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to explain how you guys are getting these boats. <laughs> we, we got two boats, and the four of us need to divide up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's what's happening. That they're going to be random aquatic unit people with us, and I didn't want to put up with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Shannon. <laughs> I think with, like, three successes, the reason that, like, the sheriff is so, like, ready to comply with this is he knows that you guys got called out here for a reason and if you guys are like making these like requests being like yeah we need this right away like he knows that you guys are on to something and that's why he's so like quick to to action i think i forget not everyone's my enemy so do we want to put my the sheriff is very much on your side the sheriff like he put this he put your department together like you should he you should you know ask him for things and you need to keep him in the loop on things yes sir so do we want to put, like, all the guns on one boat and then put, uh, like, the squints on the other one? Or we, no, uh, I think I'll drive for you. I think we need to have a gunner on each boat and a driver. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. But what if, like, like, like the old Egyptians. The the what was that? I'm sorry. What if we paint one of the boats red uses as a distraction, like bullfighting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good idea, Jimmy. You sound like you'd make great bait, too. So, yeah, to be you. Jimmy's not going to be anywhere near that boat. He just has the idea. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, Frank sounds like it's a great idea. Hey, come, on, come on, Hazel. Drive me. Let's go hunting. All right. <laughs> so I pile in the boat to drive Frag so he can be armed up and ready to go. So I'm envisioning, so on one boat, we've got Hazel kind of steering with Frag kind of out front uh, gutting. And then in the other boat... Would Jimmy be driving with Shannon sort of in the gunner position? Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, I imagine you kind of put the boats in at, like, the landing to, like, Gonda State Park. I have a question for the sheriff. Do you have any uh, weapons we can borrow? Isn't one of the things for your vehicle that you, like, have an arsenal in it? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah, go grab our arsenal. We've apparently already established that Frag already is carrying a grenade launcher. Uh, so you still do have Jimmy's net launcher from the previous case. Yeah, that's what I thought. So we need our net launcher. So Jimmy's just going to ask around, do any of the cops hunt boar in their free time? 
I don't want to just drive into the swamp and expect to shoot this thing to death. I do just want to say, the last case, y'all pretty much just solved it just by shooting the monster to death. Like, <laughs> that's not always going to be the case. Jimmy wants some more kind of plan other than drive into the swamp with guns. If that worked every time, you know, like, hillbillies would be saving the day right now. <laughs> so, Jimmy, what it, it, in our vehicle, what sort of zombie containment units do we have? None! We haven't <laughs> Let alone giant ox zombies. Oh, well, how about uh, anything made out of piano wire? You got like a piano wire cage or... What is it with you and piano wire? Piano wire is great for garroting stuff, you know, and holding pianos together. So you're going to try and choke a zombie ox to death? No, I don't with that. All right. More like a piano wire net that... uh, Once we got around, we'd race away from it, and it would it would shrink around on the zombie uh, ox till it uh, just made zombie ox steak. I still like the bullfighting idea where we lure it into a trap. Maybe get an excavator to like dig out a part of the swamp, fill it with spikes. That might be a little much. I think distracting it with some... <laughs> yeah, that sounds like uh, you're gonna need to get some boys from the city like planning yeah. department <laughs> down there. Do like an environmental impact survey. Like that's just not worth it. something along the like some kind of trap that we lured into. Trap full of acid. Build <laughs> a swamp full of acid. Can we have? Uh, what did I just say about environmental impact survey? Just spitballs. Um, I suspect that a zombie ox probably couldn't swim very well. So I think one thing we might consider is leading it out of the wetlands and into the lake. Don't they just sink and walk on the bottom? You know, maybe uh, try to modify the net cannon so instead it shoots a lasso, and then we can try to drag it out into the lake. <laughs> like, I don't know if I mentioned this. This is a wildlife area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, we don't have, like, a knife cannon or anything. Or dress Frag up as a rodeo clown, put him in inside a giant barrel. That's where the plan goes from there. I just want to dress him up like a clown. Yeah. I mean, he does that, like, for a job anyway, so. So, for group harmony, I, I'm kind of down with that. That sounds all right. Ray paint one of the airboats red. You're the distraction. Say, then, there's, like, the net in front of me, and we've got the... Air, airboats lined up, and as soon as he gets there, we're wrapping him up in a net of piano wire. Another plan, I don't know what we're up to, maybe plan C or D. I know because my dad used to go fishing at Lake Kaganza, where the Yahara River feeds into it, that the Yahara River goes underneath a highway where there's a bridge. Now, if we could trap it underneath that bridge and drop some sort of iron bars down on either side, we could maybe trap it underneath the bridge. That's a little elaborate, but... <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have to like go and get that cage. Yes. We I would... thought about the cage, but the cage is in whatever town that place is. All right, and so you fell a couple of trees, so they're kind of pointed up at an angle, charging straight into a bunch of giant spikes sticking out of the swamp. In front of that... You get the boar chasing one of the airboats, drive straight towards it, at the last minute make her hard right while the bar, boar charges into the trees. Okay, Spike. that's a plan. I like that. Feels like we 
we could do the logs, we should also be able to find some iron spikes someplace. Yeah, down at Bill's Iron Spike Emporium? Like. <laughs> no, at a, at a hardware store, we should be able to find some fence, some iron fence posts. Uh, hey, Sheriff, do you have any road spikes in uh, many of your cop cars that we can just attach to the outside of our floaty boats? <laughs> That's a good idea. Like, like a spike line. <laughs> yeah, sure, I guess. This is what's hell of a case you guys are working <laughs> like yeah i'll have my i have a couple of my boys pull their their road spikes out of their trunk thank you sir catch those <laughs> do we have a chainsaw in the in the rv roll me a doves roll with two dice to determine if you had if you brought a chainsaw uh three to six so partial success you got a chainsaw but it's kind of not like the best the, it at a garage sale the chain's a little dull you Needs a little bit of work. Jimmy's gonna go to work putting together a spike trap. I don't think that's something you all necessarily need to, like, roll for. I think we could just say, so, you're making the spike trap out of the chainsaw to, like, logs for making the spike trap? Yeah, so, like, I'm gonna try to find a grove of trees. It's kind of like a fairly linear path, but somewhere where, like, the boat can turn away at the last second. Like, down a bunch of trees in the same direction, and then basically just cut the ends of the trees so they're fairly spike-like to impale the boar. Or the, the <laughs> ox. Roaming, like, the banks of the wetlands area. Yeah, yeah, you're able to find this stand of medium-sized, like, hardwood trees that you're able to drop. Wood wants you to give me a roll on this, but I mean, yeah, I think... I feel like Jimmy's got to make some kind of roll handling a chainsaw and all. <laughs> yeah, I think I would say it's a dove's roll, though, because, I mean, this seems like something you... I think Jimmy is proficient with, like, tools and stuff. Two dice, uh, dove's roll. One out of six, partial success. <laughs> <laughs> You're able to kind of drop the trees. They don't fall in this sort of... Because I sort of imagine what you are going for was this uniform, like, straight sticking out, like, line of, like, sharp trees. When you drop the trees, they kind of crisscross paths at certain points, so it's, like, a little more tangled in there than you kind of wanted it to be. There is some kind of sharp edges that you're able to work out, but it's not necessarily, like, a great finished product. And also, I was thinking maybe they're not quite as hidden as I tried to get them. Pretty obvious. All right, so who wants to be the bait boat? Oh, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. So, I guess we are. Can, can somebody get some rodeo clown makeup on Frag? <laughs> oh, you, you had your chance for that one. I was going to go into the barrel, but no. Now I'm just going to be armed. Kind of like a clown Rambo is what I'm... <laughs> I mean, I kind of think that's his persona, your persona anyway. I didn't know we were into critiquing partners, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, who, who, look who's Mr. Sensitive all of a sudden. Let's <laughs> go, Hazel. I got, my, I got my 30 caliber machine gun here lined up. Let's go hunt. Let's go, let's go, let's go lure out a big blue ox. You know, at some point, the DM is going to, is going to say, your arsenal does not tend to. We have the RV, and it's an armory. Yeah, I mean, this episode has definitely pushed the limits a little bit, but I'm, I'm willing to play along. Now Jimmy thinks it's a good time for the Mountain of Cocktails. We could build a duck line for Shannon to hide in by the spike trap. Once it gets stuck on the spikes, then you could hit it with a Mountain of Cocktail. Because okay. then it's stuck. It can't run away or get underwater. But I'm not just going to wait there. Why not? Come on your boat. I, you need We're to... not on the boat. There's one distraction boat. 
All right, yeah, I'll, I'll wait there with my gun and my Molotov, your Molotov cocktails. Yeah, so you guys are the distraction boat. You lure it into the spike trap. Then she can hit it with a Molotov cocktail. Shannon. So Hazel hits on the idea that to kind of draw attention to our boat, she's going to play a CD of Frag's music that he gave. <laughs> I'm pretty gonna... sure it'd be a tape, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would either be like yeah. a cassette or an 8-track, I think. Oh, Especially, okay. like, I think CDs might have been a thing in the 80s. You know, a band at the level of Drag Desk Dummies did not have CDs. So I've got a tape on the tape player, blasting away. You definitely just have, like, a cassette frag just recorded himself. Okay, so we're... So it's one of our practice sessions, so it's pretty horrible. You're cruising through the wetlands on your on your airboat. Frag sort of mounted up front with a thirty caliber machine gun. Hazel's whipping around in the swamp, driving the boat. The cassette player uh, blaring. Uh, I mean, I don't know how how much the the we'll be able to hear over the sound of the airboat, but you know, it's a nice touch. <laughs> so you guys are whipping through the swamp and. Hazel, since you're driving, give me a dove's roll with two dice. Partial success, a one and a six. With a partial success, I imagine sort of in like the center of the wetlands, it kind of opens up more. That's like kind of like where you guys kind of get like the room to kind of maneuver out here. Kind of following these sort of banks of like the tall grassy areas out near like shore. But then when you kind of get into like the middle of like the deeper water, it kind of gets more clear. So you're like skirting the edges of those like coastal quote-unquote areas the long grass and you kind of come around this peninsula like peninsular shaped sort of outgrowth of the vegetation and as you're coming around that sort of edge um you and babe y'all kind of see each other kind of the same time and you both come across each other both kind of caught off guard Good like, boys. yeah <laughs> are we facing them or side-eyeing each other i think babe is forward and to the right of you. He's not, like, directly in front of you. You mounted at the front with your machine gun to have a shot on it. I'm shooting, of course. <laughs> okay, give me a demon's roll with two dice. Two successes. Okay, cool. So you just start unloading your machine gun on, babe. You, like, strike it, like, a few times, because you, you don't have a ton of time before you're sort of past, babe, and Hazel needs to swing the boat around. I I thought I was probably caught off guard, and I'm shooting, and she hits it, and I fall backwards, and I'm just shooting at Babe, and then finally just on my back shooting at the sky. <laughs> okay. I mean, you got a total success, but yeah, if that's what you want to do, sure. A few shots on, but then, yeah, the nature of the way the boat sort of whips around after you get past it, yeah, you kind of fall on your back, and the machine gun is just firing into the sky rapidly. You managed uh, but... to shoot a pit-passing goose out of the sky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The, not just any goose, the noble Canadian goose. <laughs> Don't you know? Brought down in its prime. <laughs> Such a majestic bird. <laughs> so I'm swinging it back around and heading towards the trap, and Frank, keep an eye on it. Make sure it's following us. Okay, sure. No, I, I'm watching it out here. I'm luring it towards us by throwing grenades around off the back. So, yeah, so here's like kind of what I envision is like, Y'all kind of zipped by it, and you know it was kind of on your right. And then Hazel made kind of this wide left turn to kind of circle back around. So now you're kind of crossing its path again, sort of heading by it in the other direction, heading back where you came from. But it is charging kind of at the boat now. 
if it has its druthers, it looks like it's, you know, it's on track to, like, T-bone the boat. So I, this is my first time seeing this thing. I was asking Frag for a description of how big it is, but I didn't get it because Frag is not really good at descriptions. How big is it compared to our boat? Well, I don't think airboats are very large or heavy because they're propelled by air. So, I mean, it's like, I think you guys are probably a gif. We'll say it's like 12 by 5, 12 by 6 or something like that. Like, I don't know the exact dimensions of an airboat. It's not a large craft. And I'd say like, the, you know, the, like an ox, like a regular ox is very large creature. But this is also like, babe, the big blue ox. So it's even bigger than a regular ox is. And is it moving quickly still? Yeah, it's surprisingly agile for being a hulking uh, zombie ox that has that half its head blown off. and fired on several times. Yeah. <laughs> I try and fake it out and swing wide at the last minute to make sure that it's still following us, but keep out of its way. So this is definitely a combat driving move. Roll demons for me with two dice. Two fails. Okay. Oh, shit. You go to deke out this this ox, but you don't get hit. Like, Babe does not strike, like, the side of the boat like it intended to. And you're trying to, like, fake out, and you take the turn too sharp and uh, hit your own wake. Frag goes just flying off the front end of the boat because he was just, like, on his back, like, just sort of <laughs> firing my- madly into the air. So he had no time to, like, brace himself, kind of hit almost like a jump off that side of this wake that you hit, and it just sends Frag just flying like 10 feet into the air. <laughs> Which side of the boat in the water did Frag end on? Like the side where Babe is or the other side? Frag got launched in the air, and you kind of like like skid by underneath him. So he lands like behind the boat, and then Babe has ran like through the path of the boat. Babe is running perpendicular to the boat, but, like, away from Frag. So I start to circle around immediately to head back for Frag. Is Babe redirecting toward the boat? Do we have any clue that he saw Frag fall off the boat and land in the water? As you're kind of circling the boat around, you can see that Babe has stopped charging and has turned around and has seen that Frag landed with a splash in the water i think my first i i have a choice of either uh continuing to try and intercept and get between babe and frag or stopping and trying to man the machine gun myself and i think i'm going to feel more comfortable why don't you run why don't you drive at babe and get him on your trail and take him away from me go back to plan a all right well i'm going I, I mean, i'm just going to go underwater and hopefully get away all right Cause, yeah but, the boat is y'all did paint the boat red i, I think that was yeah. still oh, part of the plan yeah. so uh, yeah I, it's like you know the like the point of the boat is to get babe's attention frag is just going to dive underwater and swim away from the boat as far okay. as you know. So I imagine that this water is not like super deep. It's like three feet deep. You could get underwater and kind of submerge a little. But, you know, it's like Babe's a big ox, but it's not like, you know, this water is like 10 feet. Okay. So I'm uh, swerving toward, I'm uh, swerving toward Babe menacingly with the boat. <laughs> This I'll say this is a dove's roll because this is this is going with the plan that you made, and I think this it's I would say it's a 
cautious action to not necessarily engage with Babe, but rather to try and distract it. I'll say give me a three dice doves roll. Total success. You kind of whip the boat around and you kind of cross like back in front of Babe's line of sight and it sees the red and it just immediately starts going for you. Through the swamp, you got Babe on your tail and you're heading towards the spike trap where Shannon and Spooky are hiding, ready to spring the fiery spike trap. Well, yeah, it's going to get impaled on the spikes, and then Shannon's going to throw a lot of cocktails on it while it's stuck on them. <laughs> That's our plan. Yep. What could go wrong? You're heading straight towards the spike trap, but you're going to need to make one last demon's roll for me, but I'll say you get three dice. Because okay. this is definitely a combat driving movie. It's also pretty reckless. <laughs> Two fives, which is my number, and a two. Two. I guess I have two questions. Can I tell, as mangled up as Babe is, can it even see anymore? Or, or what's driving it forward? Is it, does it seem to be compelled by sound or sight or... So it still has, like, half of its face left. Still can see. You're trying to, like, probe into the the motivations of a zombie ox. I, I was just trying to figure out whether or not it's driven more by sight or what it can see. And also, what time of day is it? So y'all got to the scene pretty early in the morning. 10 a.m. at this point, in all honesty. Okay, maybe, wow. Maybe early afternoon, considering I had to go, like, cut down. Some yeah, trees. yeah, that's that's actually a really good and point. It probably, would have taken, it probably would have taken Spooky a few hours, like, drop all the trees and everything. So it's, like, it's probably more, like, two in the afternoon. We'll Plus, say. we had to get, like, the airboats here. Yeah, so, like, mid-afternoon. <laughs> Mom, I don't know if you had two questions, right? I don't know if you have a second one, but would Ma, would Hazel jumping off the boat affect her role anymore and just letting it crash in? I mean, I don't think so. Like, in terms of, like, giving her another dice to roll? Die to roll? <laughs> yeah, or, like, trying to make it a dub's roll since she's not... That's still pretty reckless. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to re-roll these two dice. Yes! One success! <laughs> All right, so with a partial success... So I think what happens is, like, you... You know, you're going full speed towards the spike trap, and you whip it to the side at the last second, but luring babe into the trap like that is like the success like the partial part the airboat ends up careening onto the shore and you kind of also end up getting like thrown off the side of it and you land kind of hard like on the banks of like the wetlands area okay (laughs) so at this point babe the zombie ox it's you know it's charging full speed ahead like i said it's only got like half of its skull left so it's just charging through the wetlands at the last second airboat veers off to the left just flying off into the bank, like onto the dry land, sees like Hazel hit the ground. Then it doesn't have any time to react, and it just runs straight into these sort of like large wooden poles that Spooky kind of hastily assembled on the side of the bank, stuck in this spiky tree trap for the moment. Shannon hit it. Yeah, I throw a Molotov cocktail at it. <laughs> what remains of it? Glass smashes and starts this fiery, spiky, giant zombie ox trap. It's kind of flailing around a little, but, you know, between the damage it's already taken before and the way it seems pretty encased in here fairly well, uh, it doesn't seem to be able to do anything. And that's when, all of a sudden, Shannon, since you threw the bottle of cocktail, I'm going to ask you to make a two-dice demon's roll. Two threes. So what do we need to do 
to kill it. We're following basic zombie lore here. <laughs> Fire is definitely a good start. Removing or destroying its head or brain is always a solid go-to. I don't think the zombie is removing or destroying the brain or just fire. Probably good. Um, you're probably on a, on a solid start there. What ha- <laughs> What's coming up next? The answer to that depends on how well you do on yeah. your dice roll. <laughs> oh. Do we see Paul Bunyan anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Paul? Where's Paul? He's standing right behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Not right behind you, but he's nearby. Uh, Okay, I got a three and a one. Is Paul Bunyan a zombie? So your next question is, is Paul Bunyan a zombie? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I rolled a two. We're fucked. (laughs) So, Shannon, right after you uh, throw the Molotov cocktail, all of a sudden you get this sharp pain in your shoulder. You look down... And the uh, pointy end of a uh, a peavy, those like beer things that lumberjacks use to move logs. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So the pointy end of one of those things is like sticking through your right shoulder. Oh, jeez! <laughs> you turn around and you see this hulking ten foot zombie come running through the tree line from behind you with a huge fucking axe in his hand. I get well. No, yeah, I'm just gonna throw my other Molotov cocktail at his head. So you've got a spear sticking through your shoulder, and you just light up another Molotov cocktail and decide yeah. to just whip it at him. Yeah, man, I'm a tough guy. Okay, uh, that's a that's gonna be a demon's roll with one dice. <laughs> one. Uh, okay, a total failure. You just spike it into the water next to you, like, and it just extinguishes. Cool. I don't know what Jimmy had been doing this time. I was kind of picturing him hanging out near the other fan boat. Can he try to hotwire it real quick so, like, it goes in reverse? So it's going fan part forward and drive the fan boat towards Paul Bunyan fan first? Yeah, you can absolutely do that. But I, the one thing I will ask you to address is that those fans are usually in, like, a cage. Are you going to do, do something about that? Oh, yeah, I mean, Jimmy's going to try to, like, unscrew the bolts holding the cage off to drop that off real quick. Okay, so this is like a techie guy thing to do, so I think this is something that Jimmy would be an expert in, but I don't think he's prepared to do this sort of thing, so I'm going to say it's a two-dice-doves roll. One of the three! Nice, your number's a four? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so like a total success, or I mean, what, like a, a full success. You have like some like power tool on you or something like that, and you're able to like disassemble like the fan cage pretty quickly, look at like the mechanism of like the fan and like the gear or whatever that you got to put it in in order to like steer it from the boat say like you're able to manipulate the spinny mechanism of like fan um to sort of propel you backward where is this boat proportionately to like what's going on like where did y'all leave this other boat like was it near the trap like yeah we would have kept it kind of like outside but closest to the trap like 100 yards down the way on the shore probably not easy driving it in reverse try to steer it towards towards the zombie if possible that's gotta be a combat role like combat <laughs> driving role figure jimmying the like getting the fan boat how i wanted would be the easy part driving it towards this guy trying to run him over with it not nearly as easy paul bunyan <laughs> was coming from like tree line where it's drier so All you're right. going to need to like hot this thing up on the yeah. shore too jimmy has got a crazy plan he's going to try to jump it off the flaming corpse of Blue Ox's body, <laughs> onto shore, landing propeller first onto Paul Bunyan. <laughs> Whoa. 
I don't, I don't know what the hell I roll for that, but that's what Jimmy wants to try to do. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you two dice. It's definitely not something you're prepared to do, but Jimmy drives the RV around, so he's used to dr- handling like a difficult machine. So that's how I'll say that you're a quote-unquote expert in this. <laughs> I don't know how recklessly he drives the RV. So. Six and a one, partial success. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I envision happens. <laughs> Jimmy kind of backs the boat around, and he gets it lined up to hit the fiery spike trap at an angle that he thinks will kind of propel it into, like, an arc to hit the zombie Paul Bunyan that is rapidly approaching shape. Instead, <laughs> hits the shoreline at this awkward angle, and, like, the, fa- the, the boat kind of tips over on its side, and the fan blades just dig into, like, the soil. So now that, like, so, he, so you, get, like, you get thrown off the side, you land on dry land, but now the boat, the, the fan of the boat has just become this, like, spinning death trap of just, like, these huge oh. fan blades just sort of bouncing off the ground and everywhere, just sort of rattling around in these erratic, unpredictable patterns. Um, <laughs> Frag, what are you up to? everybody that's going to do it for us this week on Dozen and demons thank you so much for joining us it really means a lot to us sticking it through this far with us we hope you are having fun we are still having a blast making these for you please do tell your friends your family your co-workers your neighbor your dogs your cats anybody or anything that might want to listen in and enjoy this goofy little thing we've got going on you can tell them to find us at our SoundCloud, on iTunes, and on Stitcher. Just tell them to search for Bankston Family Fun Time. And if you feel like relieving us a review on iTunes, that would be super cool, too. If you have any questions, comments, concerns that you would like to send along to us, you can reach us at our email account. It is funtimepod at gmail.com. That is F-U-N-T-I-M-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. Until next time, folks, my name is Cody Bankston. Thank you so much for joining us. It has been an absolute pleasure. We will talk to you again next time. Bye.